Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay. We okay. We are Proud of going. Us. <laughs> it's a really a <laughs> thrilling thing at a long distance now, that press of the button. Yeah, it's like my whole world teeters on the press of a button. <laughs> Dramatic. So, <laughs> shall I say poetic, just in time for this episode. Ick, it says. Which is um, kind of I how I believe... feel about parts of it. <laughs> I was scrolling. This is me uh-huh. scrolling. I'm, Good I'm, motions. I'm making, I'm scrolling with my fingers. Um, I was scrolling through like season six and I was like, holy shit. The post-it note, op- the post-it note episode was like. A couple episodes ago. Yeah. Like so much has like happened. Like less than a and season. so much happens in this episode. So much happens Truly, in this episode. It is it from like minute one. This episode takes the fuck off. It's kind of nuts. They just are like, they're like a snowball. They're like, how fast can we careen down this mountain the before end we end? The end is in sight. As they say, the end is Bill <laughs> the science guy um how are you oh wow i wasn't even thinking about bill nye the science guy i was thinking about bill nye the actor oh wow it works both ways i think that says really wow. specific things about both of us and i appreciate it um what did you ask me how yeah. i am i am tired yeah tell me why uh ain't nothing but <laughs> no just kidding um I'm just like in teacher training again mm-hmm. and I'm also teaching. I think I'm teaching 10 classes this week, Jeez. which like feels. So I'm just like in a hot room a lot and I just think I'm dehydrated and I'm and like I'm starting yeah, to do that'll other take things it out of and I'm I'm being social. I went on a date this week. Oh, yes. I totally forgot that happened and to ask you about it, but I am uh, proud you went. Did I tell you about no, it? No, you told me you were going and then I forgot to follow up. When we were making plans yeah, for you're a bad, I know, friend. I know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, How was? Can you give us on? Wow, that was some laughter. It was. 
Oh, yeah. There's some weird... I don't know what is outside of my window. The other night, I got woken up at 1 a.m. by, like, people fighting. And I was like, I left New York. (laughs) Did that even happen to you in New York? I feel like your street was pretty tame. (laughs) Aside from the (laughs) enormous fire that happened. That I didn't know happened until the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Slept through a big fire. Which is, like... Bye, everybody. <laughs> like, Yikes. She'll die. Yikes. No, no, no. It was like around the corner. Um, what okay. was it? My day yeah. was good. It, I, I'm, I had a good conversation. Um, it, I don't think that, I mean, he wants to, he inquired about a second date and I'm like, the date was good enough that I'm like, maybe a second date will be clarifying and I'm trying to meet new people. Yeah. So at the very least, like maybe I made a new I'm friend. So proud. That's sort of how I feel good about for it. You. Um, and we'll talk in more detail after. I fact. will pump you for details. Um, but I've been, I'm trying to be better about what I say on the podcast. Cause you never know who's going to listen. Turns out truly never know who's going to listen. <laughs> Because it's also like I realize that it's like a, a cool thing about me that it's like a talking point and I'm just like maybe I should uh-huh. maybe if they're like oh let me check five this and a out. half seasons later <laughs> uh yeah I like can't even smile do you see how I tired do I, am in my I eyes? do see how tired you are in your eyes <laughs> oh boy are you gonna be able to nap I have before your thing tonight. No, I'll, I, I will fall. I would fall asleep. Yeah. No, and I want to go. Um, How are you? I'm good. Generally. Also tired, but not, <laughs> but not nearly so much. And, uh, oh, for good reason today, too. I went to um, an opening night party for a show for the company that um, a, a friend of ours works for with him, which was really fun. I hadn't done that before and it was like a much smaller scale than the ones you've gone to for sure but the show was wild I'll leave it at that uh, I was conversing with Kyle about it today and mm. um the party was really fun and the best part of it was that I got to meet Beanie Feldston who is a friend of Brooks but also who named this podcast so named this podcast so Beanie if you're out there which you, you are somewhere <laughs> I mean, you are out there. Object permanence, Brooke. Come on. <laughs> no. If I don't see you in my face, you are a non-existent being. That's right. That's how that works, right? Hundo P, baby. Oh, my God. I have so much to tell <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Should God, we jump it is into hard. this episode quick then? I mean, I, we have something to do first, but... Do we have any other housekeeping? Uh, Housekeeping. Oh, wait. Excuse me, knock knock. Uh, yes. Uh, do not yeah, disturb. Do not disturb. Do disturb. Please um, disturb. Hi, That's hi, why Bridget. I said we have one hi. more thing to do. I. It took uh-huh. me a minute to figure out what. Come on, <laughs> please pick up what I'm putting down, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Behind I those tired open. eyes. Yes, that you look closed. <laughs> I get it. I see what's happening. I was. Oh no, this is. Oh, I was presenting a basket to to pick up what you put down. To me, it looks like you were closing your hands. <laughs> uh. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And welcome <laughs> to Splat. Splat, the podcast where me, and me Brooke, Bridget, talk about sex city. in the city. <laughs> Yikes. This never gets never. old. Um, uh, ten years for younger. us, at least. 
10 years and younger. 20 years later. That's our show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> See you next week for more. We're tired and this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode <laughs> is episode 14. <laughs> Brooke is, needs toothpicks to prop her eyes open with right now. I don't even, I sleep so many hours. <laughs> it's a, it's and an I'm existential tire, do you know? I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking even. Yeah. I'm just tired. <laughs> it's its own drug. <laughs> I don't sleep. LA is really changing me. You know what I have to say about that? That's icky. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Bridget, what a phenomenal segue Thanks. that was. I'm super smooth and good at this. Um... This is an episode called The Ick Factor, and we're about... Not to be confused with The X Factor or Fear Factor, both reality television shows. Completely different TV shows that we were in grave risk of confusing with this episode. Brooke, shall we? uh, One, two, three, go. Taxi, yells a man. (laughs) A solitary male on the streets of New York. He opens his mouth it's fall. and he calls for a taxi. Jesus Christ. Uh, it is fall. It's autumn. Every New Yorker is worried that the you know the le- next nice moment might be the last one for the year. Miranda and Steve mm. are bundled up and sitting on a, this is a like sidewalk. A- Still, even though it's autumn, they're sitting outside. The trees are very red restaurant. for how they're dressed and an old bickering couple floats by doing what but bickering complaining about he was like you said you'd meet me at the subway and she said i did i was at the bottom of the stairs and he said you were in the subway not at the subway so miranda i never want to well steve is like that's gonna be us miranda and miranda's like it was us it's it's us now that's all we do is bicker and be cute and i don't want to be that in 30 years and they start doing this what else yeah don't you want to be she says she doesn't want to be his mother and he says and he's like one meaning he she doesn't want to turn into the literal woman who is steve's mother yeah i think that was pretty clear i'm not sure that the way that we said it because she we do talk about how he like wants her to mother him you know yeah he she has he has a mommy complex And so they're like, la, 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 la. And then eventually Miranda's like, will you marry me? And Steve is like, ha, 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 ha. Yes? Are you serious? <laughs> and she says, yes. And then he says, hell yeah. And Carrie says, some couples have to say their I don'ts before they can say their I do's. Because it was right there. And now we have romance. Uh, Mikhail Bershnikov. Speaking of. The artist Alexander. Alexander. Is Petrovsky. playing. Uh, the piano in his apartment for Carrie. And she, after it's finished, says, that was pretty. What was it? Which also pretty. Like, she's so. <laughs> and he's like. For all her he, articulate. He beckons her over. She's wearing like a see-through floor length. Night gown? Just... Ball gown? Night ball gown. Ball gown night. Sleepy ball gown. Mm-hmm. That's coin it. Make it a business right now. I'm micro dabbing a lot right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> Which sounds a lot cooler than it is, I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Drag me. <laughs> Just drag me. 
Uh, Carrie asks what the song is. And he says, it's a little something I wrote for you. And she's like, are you serious? And he says, yes. And what's more, here's its title in French. It means the woman with the luminous, sparkling bright eyes. And so Carrie kisses him. And then at brunch, there's this iconic scene. Not after he like weirdly feeds her a berry, not great. And they kiss and it's awful. And clearly Carrie is not super feeling it. Uh, Cut to Miranda going. Ew, because Miranda is all of us. Miranda is not into romance in this sense. She doesn't want it. She doesn't want it at all. And Samantha is missing Smith because he's been away for a week. And she says it's sex, but they talk every night on the phone. And you know, that's pretty fucking cute. And Charlotte's like, I love romance. And Carrie's like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't tell you what it's called. Uh, So It's called, this is what it is in French. Pardon me. Ready? Here we go. It has a name. The it heard around the world. La femme avec le. Nope, I can't. I'm le not going to do this myself, actually. I think. There you go. Okay, we got there together. So, which Miranda translates pretty effectively, and she says, uh, "I swear to you, while he was playing it, I floated up out of my body and I was looking down on myself, thinking, come on.' And Charlotte, of course, is staunchly in the like, it's just old fashioned and old world. He's old fashioned and But it's Russian. very romantic. And and Miranda's like, it's pure show. I can't stand all that. That's why I proposed to Steve over $3 beers. Kat takes a and bite and like, then looks up very casually. You propose? And everyone's like, marriage? And, and Miranda says, and okay, they all get everybody emotional. stop. I, it's not going to be a thing. I'm not doing the big circus wedding. There'll be no white dress or bridesmaids or pose pictures. I hate all of that shit. They're all just kind of open-mouthed. And Charlotte's like, okay, that's your choice. Every bride has her own style. They ask when it'll be. Miranda says, as soon as I can find some place that doesn't make me want to hurl. It's going to be a simple nothing thing. I don't even care about the wedding. I just want to be with Steve. Which is very sweet. And everyone's like weepy-eyed. And, and she says Miranda's no like, tears. Please stop that. And then Carrie starts crying. And she's like, no, no. And she looks over and Samantha tears up too. And Miranda gets up. She's like, I can't deal with this. And then she goes, Samantha, I expected more from you. And throws a tip on the table. Throws money on the floor. <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> on the table. Pick it up if you want it, waiter. <laughs> so. So Sex in the City um, really made Tasty Delight Yeah, popular. I was going to say some in- intense product placement here. Charlotte is feeding some to Harry, who I was just thinking before I watched this, like, we haven't seen Harry in a couple episodes. But she is having, she says butter pecan, but it straight up is chocolate. Well, it's a chocolate shell. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So she feeds him a bite and is like, it almost tastes real. And he's like, yes. And he's like, like real that whipped air. Manufactured air. But if it makes you happy, mm, delicious. And he's so he's so gooby and so perfect for her. She's going on about how romantic it is and the song that Alexander wrote. And Harry's like, hey, and, I can be romantic. And and she's like, yeah, you walk me to Tasty Delight every night. Great. Cool, cool, cool. So bag people, uh, Steve and Miranda, <laughs> are walking down the street carrying a ton of huge bags um, Look in their Sunday finest, meaning sweats and... Honestly, I would wear the shit out of that sweater. A hundred percent same. I love a turtleneck. That's something that if you didn't know about me, real into him this fall. And her bag breaks. One of and the what bags. Does she the have Dwayne in there, Reed bags. But like a hammer. <laughs> they have Bed Bath and Beyond bags. They've got Dwayne Reed. They're bags. doing. They some are massive. Your. You know, new. Well, they they moved right. They or I am. 
Maybe not. Did I make that up? Did they decide to move at the end of the last one? No. no, he was moving in. Maybe they're doing some projects. Anyway, they look. Speaking of projects, the community garden project is through the fence next to and, them. And they're like, that's a nice garden. And they're like, yeah, pretty garden. Not corny. Not corny. Pretty. And they're like, that's where we'll get married. Because Miranda doesn't they don't hate, hate it. it. <laughs> the only thing harder than choosing a fuck? spot to get married for your, is for your wedding when you hate weddings is choosing a wedding gift for your friends who hate weddings. Please continue with your what the fuck. Carrie is wearing a scarf that looks like someone uh, deferred a neopet. Yes, that was a, precisely what I was going to go for. <laughs> and then crocheted it together. It's very, uh, it's very bad. But Charlotte kind of freaks out because they're vetoing every single thing she suggests. And she's like, fine, maybe we'll just put nothing into a bag and then smear dog shit on it. Would that be low enough for Miranda's standards? And they're like, okay, we'll get a serving dish. And Samantha looking fucking hot as ever. She looks like she's part of a bowling league with Rizzo from Greece. I love Rizzo from Mm, Greece. Always. Um, And Samantha's like, I have something to tell you. And Carrie's like, if you tell me that you're getting married, I will kill you. (laughs) And, And Samantha's like, listen, I have beautiful ass, killer abs. My body is amazing, except... My boobs are too small. And she small. pulls out, a, what is it, an, an in-touch? Yeah, an in-touch magazine because they'd been following Smith around because he's like the hot new thing. And she's in half the photos with him and she points out all the places where her boobs are. See, there my boobs are on Wednesday looking very small. And there my boobs are out to lunch. And they're still looking very small. Teeny tiny. And she just, it, she is, it's another thing for Samantha to fixate on in the like physical sexual realm to fix things. Uh, and, and Charlotte is like, you're confident, you're intelligent. Why would you want to look like a bimbo? Samantha's like, I wouldn't be asking for the watermelon freak oh, no, show kind. I, I just want something. Oh, no, there you are. Tasteful. Like yours, Carrie, which like, honestly, great boobs. Great boobs. And, and Charlotte says, what about mine? And Samantha says, they're, not bad either and reaches out to grab them and Charlotte's like dances away and Carrie looks at her and goes no <laughs> like Samantha, <laughs> like before Samantha can even try so Alexander has upped the Annie and he is now reading her poetry I just like would throw up I would leave I think it would make me really uncomfortable also if I didn't know the person like they don't know each other well enough I don't mind the concept of poetry or like it's not my I love thing him either, like, but I don't know. People have their love languages, he, and I don't know if this is just because like he's a my my friend's like, dad, our acquaintance's <laughs> dad, but like he looks like such a dad. He really does. Like when the he glasses, puts the glasses and the on. and like the like relaxed like hoodie. He's just like so like dad. He's a dad. It's a little bit like poem <laughs> bedtime stories. So Carrie's like, can I read you my poem? And she. She picks up the Vogue she's been reading. Oscar de la Renta, sleeveless silk faille. I don't know how to say that word. Full skirted dress with black patent leather bow belt. And he laughs. He finds her very like charming, her. though, despite her. She goes, that is pure poetry. And he says, Oscar is a good friend of mine. I'll tell him you like the dress. Because, of course. She says, you call him Oscar? And he goes, that's his name, isn't it? <laughs> Which truly is like, that is Carrie's kind of flirting, talking about first name basis with Oscar de la Renta. And he's like, why does the poetry make you uncomfortable? And Carrie's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just like, we're not properly introduced. I'm a huge cynic and name. I write a column about love not really being real. 
which that romance is either dead or which phony. I also was like I didn't know that that was your thesis statement for your column <laughs> that's what you've been doing here this whole time the romance is d- dead or phony apparently we haven't been properly introduced I mean it has been six years <laughs> since we started this podcast <laughs> Can you imagine you've been listening to this podcast for six years, you guys? Feels like we've been doing it that long in some ways. What we is haven't time? even been friends for six That's years. Kooky. I haven't known you for six years. That's not true. I've been out of college for four years. This. I'm older than I think. Te- Excuse me while I go get my cane from the closet. Indeed, we were not friends until after college, but technically we've known each other for eight years. Almost. Yup. I'm going to shove this highlighter down my throat until I'm dead. Yeah. That sounds like a really nice way to go. At least I will be a fluorescent when I die. <laughs> You'll glow, baby. They can. F- the blacklight test will be so fun. Oh, God. That's morbid. Do they do that for dead people? Not when it's obvious. Like when you have a highlighter sticking out of your throat, probably. No, no, no. They have to do a blacklight <laughs> test on my dead I'll let body. them know. I'll write a no, note. No, just kidding. Like, I'm not outliving you. Puffs on. Yep. Uh, cigar. Puffs on cigar. Carrie is on the phone complaining about this romantic intensity to Miranda, who is in a wedding dress shop trying to convince them that she doesn't want a wedding dress. That's anything like what they think. I think I think she's just in like oh, a yeah, Nordstrom right. or a Bloomingdale's. Uh, and she, but she's looking for like a red dress. It's she like, doesn't want to wear white, Miranda. anything virginal, she says. And Carrie is like, can I ask you a question while you're asking me questions? She's like, if you're so opposed to every single part of this, why are you having a wedding? Which I'm like, yeah, good friends. Ask the hard questions. Miranda's like, OK, I thought about it. And while I don't care about the whole thing, I do really want to say the vows to Steve out loud in front of the people I care about, which is like really sweet. And I'm glad she acknowledges it. And as that's happening, a woman walks over with just like a, a big toolie thing. And, and Miranda goes, I'm sorry, I have to go. A pile of tutus is walking. She hangs up the phone. She goes to the saleswoman. I think we need to have another talk. <laughs> Carrie says, we accept tasty delight instead of ice cream, emails instead of love songs. Emails instead of love songs, jokes instead of poetry. It's no wonder, it's that, no wonder that when faced with the real thing, we can't stomach it. Is it something it. we could learn or have we become romance intolerant? Uh, do we think that I am a, I, you know what? I am a vegan and I do not engage in romance. Uh, yes. A Rome, a, a Regan, a romance vegan. I just do light fantasizing about intimacy and front deep friendships. <gasps> I wait, uh-huh. pause. I had a sex <gasps> dream. Tell me more. About Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> You're f- fucking with me we didn't lead with this you didn't wake up and call me i forgot i forgot until just now because never have i ever had like a female fantasy dream i'm like i identify i'll take the shot okay because now we're playing never Um, ever take the shot um it was a graphic and intense and I don't know what it means. I don't know that it has to but mean I w- anything. But I was like, wow. <laughs> As Bridget said that, her yeah, phone, just, she that. just went sideways. Yep, it just slipper slipped. 
Slip slid away. Anyway, I just felt like I needed to share uh, that Yeah, it was pertinent and mandatory to share. So thank you. Yeah. So if you guys have any like suggestions, if you're, any of you happen to be like dream catchers or dream discerners, I don't know what one calls the things one hears these Yeah, days. let us know Dreadful when you reach things. out to Brooke to interpret her dream, please. Oh, dream interpreter. Just let us know what's on your business card, you know? I think it's a dream interpreter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Trelawney. Anyway. Okay. And back on. Wait. Okay. Paused again. Speaking of Trelawney, Good. I know this isn't a podcast about it Harry Potter, is. but I'm I'm listening to the audiobooks as I'm sure I've mentioned. Eh, once and and I'm in book four, and Rita Skeeter like um, publishes that article about Hagrid and how he's half giant. You know, he's half giant, and the substitute care for magical creatures teacher do you know her name off the top of your head no well it's professor grubbly yes it sure fucking is and every time jim dale says professor grubbly plank i chortle because it's the fucking goofiest thing i've ever heard and it sounds like a cat from cat (laughs) (laughs) it absolutely does i just like can't get like i imagine like jk rowling being like grubbly plank and i'm like this is too silly too even for you joe even for you (laughs) nothing's too silly for joe at this point unfortunately anyway (laughs) so those are my two sidebars i appreciated them both filed away noted the test will be aced thank you so Harry is taking Charlotte out for a very romantic date at a very nice French dinner. She's got swoopy bangs going on, a new look for Charlotte. (laughs) Downtown, in the name of boob job research, we have a really uncomfortable scene that I'm honestly just going to skip through because all you need to know is Samantha's gone somewhere where there are women with lots of boob boob implants and men ogling them and talking about which one of them is their, you know, is he's like, that one's my wife. She's not. And, And Samantha's like checking them out it's a very funny scene for samantha the way that she it, like yes acts. and then she the the bartender is this beautiful woman who as she's shaking the mixer um her also samantha very nice titties boobs. shake and samantha's like imagine the audition for this which also those boobs do look natural and samantha says I'm so sorry. Either you have the most natural, naturally beautiful breasts I've ever seen, or you have an incredible doctor. And the woman's like, yeah, go see this doctor. So there she goes. I just want to give a shout. Oh, no, I lost her. Never mind. Ugh, forget it. I've already forgotten. What? Whom? Okay. So Carrie shows up at, at Petrovsky. They have such kissy chemistry. I know. I love the chemistry. She also looks like a little girl going for a walk in the forest. <laughs> so, and she's like, he's in a tux, and she's like, "Oh, is this a formal sleepover?" And he's like, "We're going no, to we're the going match. to La Traviata." And then she's like, "Well, I didn't dress for it." And he brings her over to a box, and it is the dress that she was dying over in the magazine, which is also like, "Look, he can adapt to your love language and you know poetry and romance. Like, just give him a little room to breathe." It is a stunning. And she is like, does that carry squeal? Where she's so happy. So Charlotte and Harry are in bed getting it on after their romantic night. And his stomach starts growling. 
And he's like, that was weird. Which can only mean one And they thing. Go- g- googly giggly at each other, which is because it's like, aha, uh-huh, Harry. And then it happens again. A decadent seven course. And he goes, I'm sorry, honey. And then he runs to the bathroom. And then Charlotte follows because, of course, food poisoning. When you shell out for the best, you're only going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Bridget. <laughs> That's that how that is goes, the moral right? of the story. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, she's like, how long are you going to be in there? And so she goes to one of their other three bathrooms. Oh, God, can't fathom. Incredible. That's okay. I'll go to the other one. When you've splurged on a romantic. When you splurge on a big meal, <laughs> yep. you generally want to remember every bite. I'm sorry. I lost <laughs> it. <laughs> the soup and all the yummy courses in between. And then, but she's basically saying, nope, you're, you get, you remember it for all the wrong they reasons. Sh- they're, they're shooting out of them every 20 minutes. For the rest of the night, Charlotte goes running and Harry goes, I wouldn't go in there. And she goes, if I were you, she goes, I can't make it to the other one. He says, it was the fucking fromage. Uh, and then he goes, uh oh, look out, I'm coming in. Which is like gross. Yep. And then they're lying on the floor of the bathroom together. Very Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, may not have been very romantic, but it was the stuff of lasting love. Look at how tiny Sarah Jessica Parker's waist it's is. It's the teensiest. I mean, this dress is stunning. It really is. It's architecturally quite something. I would love this yes. dress. I would wear yes. this dress. Yes. And that little bolero jacket. I know. He... And he asks her to dance with him in front of the Lincoln Center fountain, and I'm I just like groaned. Uh, I don't I don't know that I would hate this. I mean, it's I would be self conscious for sure, but she's so very resistant to all of it, and she literally and she steps faints. forward to do it finally and passes out in his arms. And this is another iconic scene. He says, "Are you okay? Oh, Are you goes, okay? Hey." She goes, and he says, "It's too much." I'm an American, which I was like, yeah, that that's the ick, one of the ick factors of this for me. <laughs> like, really? You got to take it down a notch. Do we think that she faked fainted or that that was a real? Faint? I think she really fainted. That seems a little low even for Carrie. So they go and, and get McDonald's, go McDonald's and he she asks if he can handle it. And he says, absolutely. And she apologizes for the opera. And he is immediately like, don't be silly. Another time, another dress. He really is quite good at responding to what she's giving him. Shh. And he's like, Shh. do you want a fry? They're French. Can I also tell she you that him. I have wanted McDonald's French fries for like a week. Yeah. And I just like haven't gotten them because they're bad for you. <laughs> I mean, good for you. Look at you. That willpower. Carrie leans forward and eats the other half of the fry that she feeds him out of his mouth. And the woman comes back to complete their order and puts the burgers down and <laughs> gives them the best face that I would also do if this was happening in front of me. And then they dance there in McDonald's in front of the counter, which honestly for me would be hundred percent worse. <laughs> Beneath the fluorescent moonlight, I was finally laughing with romance and not at it. Ugh. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. How, I mean, imagine, ugh, yeah, anyway. I mean, like, I feel bad for our beloved listeners because there's not really much to talk about on this Mm -mm. episode yet. Well, here we go. Samantha's got her titties out again. And the doctor feels her breasts and she's telling him she has an event in two months that she'd like to have a little cleavage for. And, and with no tact, with no, 
this guy's like, um, excuse me, you have a lump on your breast. I'd like you to get but it checked like, out before you get the operation. And she's like, what? And he says, yeah, you can feel it right here. And she asks him if it's serious. It's it's probably just a cyst, but I'd like you to have it looked at as soon as possible. And, like, sometimes it is just, like, a stress cyst. I've had one of those where my my gynecologist was like, you have what feels like a lump. And then, like, the next time I saw her, our gynecologist, God, I love her. (laughs) Indeed. I'm probably going to go see her soon. Get that sweet, sweet IUD, baby. Following in your footsteps Mm -hmm. always. (laughs) Um, Samantha picks... Uh, carry up for the wedding and the the little and continuity the thing on the side. I thought this was funny. She talks about how she had to go. Carrie's like, why did you pick me up? You went a hundred blocks out of your way. And Samantha's like, it doesn't matter. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it flashes to the front of the cab and the fare says $3 and 80 cents. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what kind of rate you getting <laughs> for those hundred blocks? <laughs> <laughs> that could not have been a more derisive laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I presumably maybe she took two cabs. Sure. Or she paid for one cab and paid for, and now this is the start of the cab only from kids. Sure. Love it. I'm giving them the benefit I like of the that in, about this for you. <laughs> um, Thanks, Bridgie. So Samantha's basically like, I don't want to ruin Miranda's day, so I'm telling you, and I don't want you to tell anyone else. I have a lump in my breast, and I went to the doctor, and it turns out it is cancer, and... Uh, that's everything you need to know. She's, she says, I found out. I went to the doctor Wednesday. I found out yesterday. That's all you need to know. Do you like my skunk? Because she is wearing a skunk I know. She's wearing a She like pets it and is like, do you like my skunk? And Carrie's like, thank you for telling me. And Samantha's like, I'm going to be fine. I know that. It's just I don't want to lose my breasts. Which it, They're fabulous. Which is a very real thing and especially real and potent for Samantha. And I think is like probably an easier thing to worry about than like the bigger cancer picture and all the scariness that comes Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. easier nothing is easy about that she she seems to have a good a genuinely good attitude about it though and carrie is really sweet oh and the wedding oh my god it's so cute it's just a little blip really in the episode it's perfect and they're they love each other, and we see them. We see them exchange And Brady bows. has maybe gotten younger now. <laughs> Unclear. Charlotte's holding him, of course. And and Carrie and Samantha are holding hands. It's really sweet. When they say in sickness and in health, Carrie grabs her hand, and Samantha takes a deep breath and gets a little teary, but smiles really genuinely because she's a beautiful and amazing actress with lots of feelings and emotional depth. Magda standing with Steve's mom because remember Miranda's mom has passed. Yeah, it's really sweet that Magda's there. By the power vested in me by the state of New York, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Also, Miranda ended up wearing this like pretty velvety red thing. <laughs> Magda. It's so sweet. Magda is clapping and cheering. She's and like, come on, everybody. It's happy it's, time. Happy, happy, happy it's time. It's so cute. It's like so sweet. Uh, it's perfect, and it is a lovely little location, and and the, importantly, Miranda and Steve look so happy. One wedding ritual Miranda mm-hmm. never had a problem with was the part where everyone eats. They're just at a bar. Honestly? It looks delicious. I mean, at a <laughs> restaurant. And Charlotte says something to Samantha, and Samantha just goes, thanks, I have cancer. <laughs> and then the waiter comes over, and she orders, and Charlotte's face 
it's so it's so very Samantha, and I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I ha- I mean, I think I would react the same way if I was Charlotte. It's like very much like what my brother did. <laughs> so Steve's mom seeks her out, and she it, it seeks out Miranda, and she starts in on this. She's like, "Listen, I have to tell you, I'm so glad you didn't wear white because when I got married, I." I did wear white. When I walked down that aisle at St. Agnes, I had a white dress on the outside. And then she takes and my a little heaving, Jackie on the inside. Breath. Miranda's smiling very thinly through her teeth. It's so funny. And she sees, and she, she like, glances over her shoulder and sees the serious conversation among her friends happening behind her. And she's, and she just goes, Steve. <laughs> and Steve retrieves his he mom. Goes, yeah, ma. Still hungry? <laughs> Grabs her. <laughs> So Miranda comes over, interrupts, cheers them. They all say congratulations, but it's a little tense. And she says, wait, why are we all being weird? And they're like, we're not like, being mm-hmm. weird. Fake smile, big deep breath. What are you talking about? Me, right? And they're like, she's like, you think I'm an asshole? And they're like, what? They're like, what? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? And she, Which also, I don't think I track what's happening there. In Miranda's brain. And she's like, okay, then you have to tell me what. And Samantha says, I don't want to, it's your day and I don't want to ruin it, you know? And Miranda's like, if you don't tell me, it's going to ruin it anyway. So Samantha takes a deep breath and and tells her she has breast cancer. See, now it's my special fucking day. And Miranda says, you have breast cancer? And Samantha Samantha says back to her, just like Miranda did a few days before, hey, no tears. And then she says, Charlotte says, go back to your people. We'll talk about this later. Well, Samantha says back to her, she goes, Miranda, I expected more from you. Yes, yes. Because Miranda, of course, has teared up. And after Charlotte says, go talk to your people, Miranda says, you are my people and we're talking now. And she convinces them, of course. And Samantha um, starts in on the story. And they do... And they do the Gilmore Girls fade out from out. the table. And Carrie says in voiceover, for better or for worse, Miranda got what she wanted. They were totally themselves that day. So there is some heavy shit in this episode. It's the beginning of Samantha's one and only. I mean, arc. goddamn, the countdown was really heavily on, but she Life the or last death. two episodes have packed more Samantha plot in than basically the previous. Five seasons. Six seasons. Yeah. Five seasons. Five and a half. With the exception of say. Richard, I suppose. Fuck Richard. Fuck Dick. Um, so, who do you, who do you, who did you relate to? Um, I related to, I think Carrie. I think like I would be in the same place. I'm just like. I we we for all the talk I am for about how much I'm like dying to be in love, which I am. And uh-huh. if you're interested, please give me a Fill call. Fill out the application. Um, <laughs> it is not a lengthy one, um, but I think if someone were too nice to me, I would be like, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I do. I mean, I stopped seeing someone because they were like too into me for how little we knew each other you know and for how where I was at it can be off-putting I did that too well I've done that before too I regret it like not really Mm -hmm. um but I also like I feel like Alex uh handled his 
cancer moment in a similar way to Samantha. Yeah. I feel like he was just like very like, this is like very crass about how he told people and everyone just like didn't know what to, how to respond. Yeah. Not that I, that's how I resonated, but I, I do, I do resonate. I think if I were in a similar situation, like I imagine based on like how I handle things (laughs) that I would also be like a very like, not like shock, like invoking, but I think I would be casual. The way I tell people would be casual enough that it would be disarming to those. I think I probably would too. I mean, not that I can actually fully put myself in those shoes, but I can't imagine, like, there is no good way to do it, really. I mean, I guess you could say, like, I just want to start by saying I'm okay, but, like, that wouldn't really be my, and you're not okay. Like, why would you say that, you know? It's a real, it's an impossible thing, so I feel like just putting it fucking out there. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a tough, it's tough. Oh, man, yeah. It's got to be so. And also, besides her friends, Samantha's support system is out of town. I wonder if she's told Smith, Jared, or not. And also, I think he would be very upset if she had, and she probably hasn't. That's my hypothesis. (laughs) Because he's away filming, right? Mm -hmm. Bo, 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 bo. What about you? I related to hmm um, 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 um. Carrie definitely a little bit in the those would not be those things would make me feel uh uncomfortable in certain circumstances as part of (laughs) being wooed you know uh yeah yeah but also like that feeling a little bit then when she indulges and kind of like allows herself to be wooed when they've met in the middle mm-hmm. a little more that feeling and a little bit yeah. of Miranda definitely and just wanting to just do things your way and mm-hmm. your small way that feels good in the face of expectations otherwise there are like lots of different times that's come up in my life I feel like not that I have had m- too many marriages so I don't mean that but you know yeah. Um, ploppability. Very much. Yeah. I'd agree. I think pretty much all of it. Yeah. Right? I think this yeah. must have been... This feels really significant, too, to have um, this plot talked about and on TV 20 years ago. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. Um, 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 um. I know. I'm sorry we like sped through it. There was just like not a lot of like. I don't know that we like, sped. I mean, I think we just have editorialized less before and after, but I don't think we sped too much. No, no, no but I mean, like, I feel like we didn't. There, I, I don't feel like there was like a real moment where we would pause and like talk about. Oh it. yeah, I mean, Carrie's. What was her? Um, are we romance intolerant? Right. Which, like, sh- sure. I hate watching other people experience PDA uh, and I am like frugal with my PDA in a way that I don't think that Carrie is. Yeah. um, I, I do think there's something to be said that like there is a particular brand of New York cynicism about it and where um, really intense couples you see on the street can sometimes feel just like extra aggressive or extra, 
you know, misplaced on the mean trash spewn streets of New York. Yeah. Interrupting my fast paced walk. <laughs> my headphones jammed in. Like it just, uh, you know. Yeah. I do. I do know. Um, I think that's the episode, though, I right? I think it is, which means officially... Del- Delta ups, Delta yeah. downs. We're in Brooke and Bridget time. Yeah, but also officially six left, baby. <gasps> oh, my God. A toddler. No, a toddler. A small a s- child. Uh, yeah, not a toddler. Maybe Brady will be six by the end of A first grader. Oh, my God. Probably the, with the way that time has always worked on this show. Except no. Oh my God. So much happens in the next six episodes. I can't even believe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited for, for you to experience a couple of these plots. I Splat is soon. Splat is. I think it's in two episodes. It's, I think it's episode 18. It is episode 18. Okay. We've got, we've got three episodes. We've got. 15, 16, 17. Dang. <gasps> oh my god just looking ahead some very very exciting things Ugh, i'm so excited oh yes splat is technically the penultimate episode because the the final two are is a two-parter right, right yo um um do you want to hit me with your d's and oh, d's I, yeah <laughs> i want to hit you with all the d's baby okay just d slap me across yeah, the face yeah 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 so my Delta down is uh, I've just been running at like top speed at work for about 10 days, which is it got to the point today where I could slow down a little bit and it was gratifying to be like, look at how much I would accomplished in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I also just came to this point where I was like, woo, A, I'm not paid enough to run quite at this speed and B, uh, I am not really fully equipped (laughs) to be doing things at this level like this you know all the time so um but there were some extenuating circumstances and it's it'll go back to normal or more normal or and I'm I do like the steps up in a lot of ways it just brings a lot of additional stress and it turns out I when things go really well at work it's great to bring that home with me and unfortunately (laughs) I do the same things when even minor things are shitty at work or when I've made mistakes so that's something I'm working on delta up my delta up is that I had a really really nice time last night um and I love my friend Michael very much and was just as I was walking home through Times Square thinking about and I do not mean this to be pointed, just how like lucky and happy I do feel to live here and know the people that I know and have like the opportunity to do really cool things sometimes. Why would that be pointed? Because I'm in L.A. Cause you, not to be like, you know, it's the most amazing place. And I don't really understand why anyone would ever leave. But no, but you're allowed to feel that well, way. Well, it's also nice because I do complain about it a lot and I do stand by all of those complaints anyway as the experiences I've had on the train system in the last week can back me up but I also oh yeah I've also been working on like being pointedly pointedly working on gratitude for things so you know yes leaning in love that love that namaste (laughs) you my dear 
Um, my delta down is that the tiredness I feel behind my eyes. Um, and I have been anxious today. Just like it's been a month and a, a week and a half so a month and a half <laughs> almost since i've had therapy oh uh-huh and have I you given up am... good old liz a call yet oh my god i got a text <gasps> from her the other day that was like figured out the venmo ugh and i was like liz just said ugh wow and it was very exciting because she had sent me this like kind of like terse email that was like about payment mm-hmm. that i like defo venmoed her but she texted me and it was okay, fine good. and then she was like also how are you and i was like Liz, <laughs> do you miss me? <laughs> um, but I emailed her today to try to figure something out um, so I can chat with her. Cause That'll I think be great. I'm just like, I have moments where I'm just like anxious. Um, my delta up is that I feel like I've been like really good about pursuing acting in a way that I have been like, afraid of not doing like I spend like a good amount of time every day submitting myself for things I had I went on an audition today for like a student film that I like procured myself because like it's pilot season and it's tough to like meet new people during like new casting directors during pilot season because they're very laser focused so I'm like how can I like continue to feel productive in that good way for you. Um, that's exciting and Ari Ari sent a like very rough draft of the first part of Jesse and my film yeah. thing um and that is just like very exciting totally to see the fruits of your labor um, the fruits of my labor and I'm just very excited I have like a lot of friends visiting in the next month like March is like like my friend Marina's coming and then Jesse's coming and then Kyle's coming and then you're coming. Wow, that's incredible. I'm like, I didn't even have to like, <laughs> I'm just like very, very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's um, incredible. Little doses of home. I, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm starting to feel more settled at Core Power and like getting to know some of the people and like seeing people more consistently and like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm landing a little bit and like, of course it's like taken, you know, a month and you're- a half. Um, I mean, that's a pretty small amount of time, honestly. I'm very glad for it, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm just like. And there's more to come. Good. Uh, Hell yeah, you do. I'm so happy to hear that. Which is good. It's good. Um, So we'll see. Um, But I'm still very like, it's like, I can't believe I'm existing without the people that I. Yeah. Well, you're not, but you are, but you're not. But I, I am. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's um, one of those things. You know, I am, and I'm yeah, not. And I'm yeah, not, but yeah. I am. Can I find you um, on social media? No. Cool. Me either. Bye, everyone. Yeah, no, you. <laughs> bye. Um, <laughs> no, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke. Oh, wait, really quickly, I need to tell this LA story. Oh, it doesn't even have to be quick. So slow it down. I was going to talk about this because I haven't told you about this either, but I tweeted about it. So yesterday I had lunch with my friend Jen and it was like our first friend date. We went to this restaurant called John and Vinny's, which is like very, very good pasta, obviously. Um, And this woman and this man come and sit next to us and they are like stereotypical LA. Like he is like a white dude and she is like rail thin and she orders a fucking broccolini and a salad. And I'm like, sure, sure. Nightmare people. 
And he, I hear her be like, how's your girlfriend? And he's like, not so good, actually. And she's like, oh, no, what's going on? And I'm like oh, trying to engage. I'm with so excited to hear where this goes. And I'm trying to engage with Jen, but I'm also like, I want to know what's happening uh-huh. next to me, too. But Jen, I realized after, couldn't hear them because the music was loud. But I was, like, afraid I was being rude. But I was just like, I, like, I was like, this is a superpower. I was engaging in two conversations at once. And he's like, you know, just, like, check back in with me in, like, a week. And, and I'll be able to tell you more about it. I was like, and she was like, hmm. I sort of asked more questions I couldn't hear. And he was like, well, you're an investigative journalist, like, Blah, blah, blah. And then so loudly, he goes, yeah, my girlfriend told me she's a prostitute. Welcome to L.A. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) so then he proceeds to tell his friend about how he she was saying she was visiting her mom in Brazil. But the times that they were talking didn't make sense. And he, like, followed her to this guy's apartment and, like, found, like, tickets and was, like, talked and is, like, wants to confront her, wants to confront this guy. Just, like, it, like, couldn't be real. It, like, I was, like, this is fucking insane. Only in L.A. is there live entertainment at every restaurant. I just, like, couldn't believe it. And he just, like, went on and on about how he found out his girlfriend is a prostitute. Wow. And... He's like crushed by it because he like also has never had a connection like this. Oh with boy! Before. Oh boy! And I felt so bad for the sweet little man, but also I found the sound of his voice grating. Oh boy! And Mm-mm. that's anyway. So for tweets like that and more, come <laughs> find me at um, Brooke underscore Wiseman, and you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. And if you don't put the underscore. I'll turn your girlfriend into a prostitute. <laughs> you mean if you put the underscore? Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll turn her into a prostitute. I love that threat. Lots of different ways what you could go about you? that. Well, me. Me, little old me. Just uh, just <laughs> over on Twitter. Whoop! <laughs> and falling sideways. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin. And uh, I am also on Instagram at Brooke Weisman, no underscore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Bridget M37. Um, but probably go look that at Brooks because it's better anyway. And she. I haven't been posting as much, but I have been rampant on Snapchat. Oh, God. I'm missing it. I need to make sure I am up on the I snaps. I, I know. You've taken it and run. I'm so, so thrilled. No, no. And no. collectively, we are at splat podcast podcast on twitter and instagram and at gmail.com. also thank you we got a bunch of messages after last week's episode from people about various things and really sweet saying sweet things it was the best oh go into our instagram dms i always wait like three hours because i assume you want to see them too and then reply oh i'm gonna go in now i didn't see any of them okay well you're you're in for a treat oh yay um Find us on Twitter or Gmail or Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Oh, how many Darren stars do you give this episode? Oh we boy. always forget. I, I also, when I was listening back on last week's episode, I don't know why I almost ranked it a 10. Out of out of all <laughs> of the recent episodes we watched, it was not it was not a favorite. I did like parts of it, but. I, um, I give this 6 out of 10 Darren stars. Wow. Can you tell me why so low? I just didn't love it. Sure. <laughs> I like that. Go with gut. I'm going to give it. I like one. I'm like, it, it deserves to be above five because of the wedding. But like, I feel like the Charlotte plot and the way they handle Samantha and the Carrie ickiness. Yeah. Just, I'm like. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Great. And. Uh, you always. F- 
Um, and then I please, always what? again one more what? time. What? Tell me what? You always f- you always freeze in like the silliest <laughs> way, like at the end, and only for like the last two oh, minutes. Oh, how enjoyable for you. Um, but we love you guys. We do, and we love this show. And that's that on that. And namaste. Bye.